Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Hey, thanks for joining us. And for those of you watching us on YouTube and Facebook, nice to have you with us today. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte joins in on the military's red tagging spree. During Monday night's COVID-19 briefing, the chief executive flat out accused the Makabayan bloc in Congress of being communist, even singled out Bayan Muna representative Carlos Zarate. We are not tagging you. We are identifying you as communists. Lahat yan, makabayan, bayan, ma, they are all legal friends. Gabriela, alam mo sa totoo, sarate, pag nakita kita sa TV, para akong nakakita ng ng iro. Para akong nakakita ng ng aso. Totoo lang. You are co-conspirators. Komunista ka, Adre. Matagal na alam ko. Alam ko kasi alam ko. Mayor ako ng Dabao noon. Magkikita-kita tayo. This comes after the daughter of Bayan Muna, party list representative Yufamiya Kulyamat was killed during a clash between the military and the New People's Army. President Duterte says indigenous tribes like the Lumad should leave the New People's Army and go back to their land. Ang makaawa nito itong mga pobre na taga-bukid na madadala ninyo. And I think 75%, at least in Mindanao, mga lumad. Kayong mga lumad, umuwi kayo, sabihin ninyo sa mga, mga tao ninyo na niluloko lang sila ng... niluloko ng ano, ng NPA. Kita mo yung kay... Kulimat. Kulyamat. 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 Oh. Di anak niya mismo, babae pa. Ah, sigurado patay yan. Babae ilaban mo sa sundalo, ah, patay. Sigurado. Bayan Muna Representative Carlos Zarate hits back at President Duterte's red tagging. Zarate says government is obsessed about red baiting groups who have nothing to do with the underground movement. But he asserts they should instead be focused on addressing the root causes of the communist rebellion in the country. Itong more than a de uh, five decade old problem uh, ng rebellion in our country, it will not be, it will not be uh, resolved. Uh, through this kind of uh, actions you know, from the uh, security sector, uh, through uh, reckless and uh, red tagging and terrorist tagging you know, that uh, they are doing now. Bakit marami pa rin sa ating mga kababayan ang napinili no, na magbitbit ng armas dahil hindi natutugunan yung uh, sinasabi nating roots of the armed conflict which the government in itself admit no, na siyang dapat matugunan. Eh kahit sa mga areas Christian na sa Mindanao na wala namang napapabalitan yung People's Army na di-displace ang mga lumads because of the intrusion, for example, of large-scale mining. Hanggang ngayon, tuloy-tuloy pa rin yan. At yan yung nagtutulak ng marami sa ating mga kababayan na to take that option. The Commission on Human Rights, meanwhile, cautioned the government against red-baiting individuals who have not taken up arms, saying it puts their lives at risk. 
we have cautioned the government against red tagging uh, individuals who have not clearly taken up arms. The danger of red tagging is the blanket or the sweeping generalization that if, for example, you have a different ideology, regardless of whether you have taken arms or not, then there is a labeling that puts uh, people's lives on danger. Congressman Carlos Zarate will not be attending today's Senate hearing on government's red baiting following President Duterte's statements against him. Zarate did not directly say that was the reason for his absence, but he accused the security sector and the National Task Force to end the local communist armed conflict for using the hearings as a platform to vilify progressive lawmakers. Meanwhile, Philippine Senator Panvilo Lacson says the upper chamber will not be swayed by the president's latest pronouncements. Congress has adjourned deliberations on the proposed 4.5 trillion peso national budget for 2021. Lawmakers ended their meeting after only about 20 minutes. They agreed to allow the House Committee on Appropriations and Senate Committee on Finance to iron out amendments in the spending bill. This will fast-track the approval of funds for the purchase of COVID-19 vaccines and other pandemic response plans of the government. C Congress aims to ratify the 2021 General Appropriations Act next week before submitting it for the president's signature by mid-December. Metro Manila will remain under general community quarantine for the rest of the year. President Rodrigo Duterte made that announcement during his public address Monday night. Also under GCQ until December 31st are Batangas, Iloilo City, Tacloban City, Lanao del Sur, Iligan and Davao City. The rest of the country, meanwhile, will be under a modified general community quarantine, the least restrictive in the country's four-level lockdown system. Patuloy ang ating paghahanda sa ating mga health facilities kung sakaling magkaroon po tayo ng post-holiday surge. Ngunit mas mainam po kung ito ay atin na uh, uh, maiwasan kaya naman po hindi kami uh, magsasawang uh, magpapaalala sa lahat na hindi po tayo maaaring maging pabaya o maging mapagluwag or complacent kahit na po pababa ang atin mga kaso. Metro Manila mayors earlier recommended that the national government retain the quarantine protocols in the national capital region until the end of the year, citing a possible spike in COVID-19 in infections during the holiday season. The mayors, however, plan to shorten the curfew hours to make way for the traditional Simbangabi or the Christmas masses at dawn, which will begin on December 16th. Minors still prohibited from malls in areas under general community quarantine. That's the clarification issued by Metro Manila Police Chief Vicente Danao, contrary to what Interior Secretary Eduardo Año said on Monday night. The commander of the Joint Task Force COVID Shield, Police Lieutenant General Cesar Binag, says only authorized persons and essential workers are allowed inside shopping malls. He adds an ordinance is needed to enforce the recommendation to allow minors outside their homes. Health expert Dr. Tony Lechon had earlier warned children could turn into super spreaders of the virus if they are allowed in public places during the holiday season. Hindi pa po 
allowed yan sa GCQ. Actually, we'll be uh, having a meeting with uh, the mall managers na hindi pa rin po i-allow yung uh, pagpapapasok ng nanap mo. So, para po makaiwas ng uh, ano, threat sa COVID, eh, mas maganda po siguro huwag na lang po muna. Sa meeting namin ng JTF COVID Shield, uh, pinaghandaan po namin po yung recommendation ng ating mga mayors dito sa Metro Manila at kaugnay ko rin kaugnayin din natin si NCRPO Director para nga sa pagpapatupad nitong nirecommend nila na tinanggap naman ng ating IATF at inannounce na nga kagabi. 270 local government officials facing criminal cases over alleged anomalies in the distribution of emergency cash aid under the government's social amelioration program. That's according to Philippines uh, Interior Secretary Eduardo Año. 184 barangay or village chairpersons are also facing administrative wraps. Some are accused of pocketing or getting cuts from the cash assistance. Sa criminal cases po, out of the 782 complainants with uh, 1,278 suspects, pero po tayong 367 na naimbestigahan. Ang 270 ay naipire sa prosecutor, ang, ang 30 ay nasa court na po, at ang 27 ay naripire sa ombudsman. Sa admin, administrative cases naman po, involving barangay chairman, ang 184 po ay nairepare natin na sa prosecutors or sa fiscal. Ang 57 po ay nasa korte na. At 66 ang nairepare sa ombudsman at meron tayong kasalukuyang under suspension na 89 uh, barangay chairman. The Philippine Senate earlier found that the Social Welfare Department, which is in charge of the program, has more than 80 billion pesos in unused funds. The DSW says the cash aid was delayed because local government submitted the list of beneficiaries belatedly. American biotech firm Moderna asks U.S. regulators to allow the emergency use of its COVID-19 vaccine. The company, which is also set to seek approval from the European Union, earlier reported a late-stage study showed its vaccine was 94.1% effective against the virus with no serious safety concerns. They added the efficacy rate was consistent across age, race, ethnicity, and gender demographics. They also had a 100% success rate in preventing severe cases of the deadly disease. Moderna's filing makes it the second vaccine likely to receive U.S. emergency use authorization after Pfizer and BioNTech's product, which showed a 95% efficacy rate in the trials. A positive development in the U.K.'s coronavirus fight, COVID-19 cases in England have fallen by 30% during its month-long lockdown. Here's the full story. As England approaches the end of a four-week-long national lockdown, the results are proving positive, with COVID-19 infections down by 30%. That's according to a large-scale study of more than 100,000 volunteers on Monday. England began its second lockdown on November 5th to curb rapidly rising infections and protect its health system. 96 people per 10,000 were infected between November 13th and November 24th, according to interim results of the study by Imperial College London and Ipsos Mori. 
The reproductive number of the virus was estimated at 0.88, reinforcing data released on Friday, which showed infection numbers were shrinking by between 0% and 2% every day. The country is due to return to a regional approach to restrictions from Wednesday. Elsewhere in Europe, infection levels are continuing to rise in Germany, despite the partial lockdown introduced for November that's since been extended and tightened. But they're holding steady in France as the country reopened shops and salons over the weekend. A decline in COVID-19 cases in Europe leads to the first weekly fall in new coronavirus infections since September. The World Health Organization says this is welcome news but must be met with extreme caution. The WHO also urges the public to be careful when celebrating during the holiday season. Gains can easily be lost and there was still an increase in cases in most other regions of the world and an increase in deaths. This is no time for complacency, especially with holiday season approaching in many cultures and countries. The COVID-19 pandemic will change the way we celebrate, but it doesn't mean we can't celebrate. We still can celebrate. The changes you make will depend on where you live. Always follow your local or national guidelines. The first question to ask yourself is, do you need to travel? Do you really need to travel? For many people, this is a season for staying home and staying safe. COVID-19 has infected more than 63 million people around the world, 1.4 million of whom have died. As America grapples with the worst COVID-19 outbreak in the world, President Donald Trump's special advisor to the pandemic resigns. Dr. Scott Atlas is stepping down days before his appointment expires this week after a controversial four months where he repeatedly clashed with other members of the U.S. Coronavirus Task Force. He has been sharply criticized by public health experts for providing Trump with misleading or incorrect information on the pandemic. His handling of the pandemic has also been denounced by his peers at Stanford University's medical school and elsewhere. After delays caused by the coronavirus pandemic, Universal Studios Japan finally announces the opening of its new theme park, the Super Nintendo World. Take a look. Here we go! If you've ever wanted to immerse yourself in the world of Mario, Yoshi and Princess Peach, you're in luck. The Nintendo theme park in Osaka is finally set to open on February 4, according to Universal Studios Japan. The area will feature Mario Kart races, attractions based on Nintendo games, as well as restaurants and gift shops. Executive producer at Universal Creative, Thomas Garrity, also revealed details on augmented reality features. Guests boarding the ride will wear this augmented reality headset created by Universal's ATI group internally to meet the needs of the attraction. And this will immerse the guests in the world of Nintendo where they ride right alongside of Mario, Peach and Bowser. Super Nintendo World was originally set to open in time for the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games, 
but like the Olympics and many other events, was delayed earlier this year. Well, no surprise here, Merriam-Webster picks pandemic as its 2020 word of the year. The word started to trend on MerriamWebster.com in January when the World Health Organization reported a mysterious pneumonia-like disease emerging in Wuhan, China. By early March, pandemic was being looked up at an average of 4,000 percent more than it did last year. COVID-19 was characterized as a pandemic on March 11th, the day the pandemic word search saw the single largest spike in dictionary traffic in 2020. Merriam-Webster calls pandemic the word that captured the essence of the global medical emergency. And that'll do it for today. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines Path podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Playback this newscast too on ANC's YouTube channel and on ANC 24-7. That's on Facebook. Keep safe, everyone. Keep it here on ANC.